0: Smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the unprecedented podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Friday, March nineteenth. John Aravosis here. Cliff Schechter as well. Cliff, why was, whose podcast was I listening to? Oh my god! Did you ever watch the um? They have uh, – they do YouTubes and stuff a lot on Twitter. The two young guys, they're almost like – they are comedians. One's blonde. One's dark-haired. They're in their 20s, but they're kind of like California dudes, and they, they're they liberals though. They're the ones who went around and they interviewed people about wearing masks and tried to hand out masks in some super-duper liberal but, you know, oh my god, California, Southern California town on the water – and tried to hand out masks to people, but but they're like they're like Valley Boys though, so they're they're hilarious. But if it was a liberal town on the water, wouldn't people have had conservative masks? town? No, I'm sorry, conservative oh, town on the water, okay. and, and they're and just different. fabulous. You'll have to I'll have to when I see it next, I'll send it to you because they're just it's it's this as you can imagine, like kind of like guys that almost sound kind of dumb saying, "Dude, here's a mask. Why would not you wear a mask?" and letting these people just <laughs> hang themselves, right? Um, but they were doing. I was watching their podcast yesterday. And literally they kind of Oh, they were discussing sons of anarchy and like, what if you were actually born in a family of anarchy? Would you like be a son of anarchy? And but, but they're talking slower than I'm talking. So imagine the one guy like kind of asking like this. Oh God. And, and just... then there's and then there's a three or four second pause. And the other guy goes, like, dude, that's I mean that's kind of interesting, but, but but it's so compelling though because they're both just slow enough that you're like on, you know bated breath as the expression goes
0: just hanging for them to say the next word. what are they going to say next and how is it
1: going to? So I, I mean I can't do it obviously because even uncaffeinated I'm actually I did do a um, TV show years ago, CNBC um, at 7 a.m which meant I had to be at the studio at 6 a.m which meant I had to be up at night guys John
0: doesn't function in the morning.
1: I do not we function in the morning. is an afternoon
0: and evening kind yes. of
1: owl. And now a word from our sponsor: Make home your favorite new restaurant this winter with Omaha Steaks delivered straight to your door. Well, it better be fast, Cliff, because winter is over and. In... Okay. So <laughs> like, this weekend, is this weekend when does winter enter it? um have you ever wondered what makes omaha steaks so good it's the aging process omaha steaks are aged at least 21 days that's where the magic happens try these mouthwatering steaks in the butcher's best sellers package go to omahasteaks.com and enter promo code voices into the search bar to save over 50 percent and secure exclusive pricing included in the butcher's best sellers package are four iconic pork tender butchers cut filet mignons for ultra juicy burgers for savory pork chops for kielbasa sausages for rich and decadent caramel apple tartlets and so much more in addition to getting more than 50 percent off you also get four more chicken breasts and four more of those delicious burgers for free all you have to do is visit omahasteaks.com and type voices in the search bar to order the butchers bestsellers package today save over 50 percent plus get four free chicken breasts and four burgers all from the company that's been bringing people together for over 100 years that's omahasteaks.com type voices in the search bar and now back to our show part of the reason we tape the podcast at ten thirty is because ten thirty 30 in the morning is because john can't do 8 a.m but I which was, is again not an insult to john uh, john never had to go is. through
0: the the life-changing experience well, of having children. kids where you're, you're you no matter whether you're a morning person or not you become a morning person <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. No, but I learned right. that at 7 a.m. when I am literally, even with caffeine, when I feel like I just gave five pints of blood, I was talking at like a normal speed. It was probably the best TV I ever did. <laughs> but I thought I was There's... dead, and it was it was me, kind of slow and reasonable. Any case, oh, so wait, can I? I so NPR. I know. Well, actually, we're doing a relatively short show today. Because um, uh, this, this is this is just Cliff Kids Week on vacation, where
0: kids, get kids week. see grandma. For the first time in 15 months, which was pretty awesome, I got to say. So So. we thought
1: we'd give him, you know, a break for that. Um, Can I say real quick, by the way, because my allergies were bothering me this morning. Somebody mentions to me the other day, and I Googled, and I'm not going to state this as definitive because I don't want to be sued, but also for fact fact purposes. But somebody Mm -hmm. warned me about Benadryl. And I started Googling and then I asked my pharmacist and my pharmacist goes, Oh yeah, it's pretty recent. Maybe in the last five, 10 years. I'm like five, 10 years. That's not recent.
0: You haven't seen there, there are, are people I, I know I've read it. So I know I'm, yeah. I and i do not know. I won't say why, cause I don't know why, but people have had really adverse reactions to it. It's supposed to knock seniors, you out, sure. Some people have had their, yes. had their hearts start to race. And I, mean, I don't know.
1: Seniors. Of course we know there's issues with seniors. My dad, Went for chemo. They gave him Benadryl at 84 years of age, uh, or 82 ish. But uh, right before the chemo, and 20 minutes later, he was insane and stayed completely insane for about six months. It was bizarre. Oh my god! Um, and that is a senior thing that can happen. I'm also googling, and again, I'm not going to state this as fact because I, I you know, you got to do more research. But the research I was reading was increased concerns about dementia. And, and, but, but only if you use it regularly, And I'm like, it's Benadryl. What do you mean if I use it right? And not just Benadryl. It's um, I forget the underlying drug that Benadryl is um, uh, the, I don't
0: the, know other, okay. the
1: other, the yes, other, you actually can Google maybe while I'm talking the other uh, allergy uh, over the counter one, which is the other one I used to use chlorpheniramine malleate. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. That's the other one that's of concern along with Benadryl. Did you find the name, the generic?
0: I'm looking, uh, I've got all the things it does to you.
1: Um, but it, in any case, so I'm not going to state it as fact. Yep. But okay, in- here we go.
0: Well, it is
1: diphenhydramine. Oh, diphen- diphen- diphenhydramine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Showing my knowledge there. Well, those of us with allergies like see it every day. But what freaked me out was they were like, well, only if you've used it consecutively for over three years I'm reading. And this guy, I'm like, I've been using it for 25 years. <laughs> see? There it goes, John. It belongs to a class of drugs called antihistamines, first generation
0: anti yeah. It looks like anti-Semitic. So the oh, anti means it's anti-Semitic agents. Up. They're anti-Semitic agents. When you take yeah. the Benadryl, it has an a, a, amazing affinity for starting to throw Jewish slurs. And okay, exactly. Um, so In Benadryl. Yeah, so I mean, they, they, they do list here, right here on their site, that it may cause side effects, pounding heartbeats. That's what I mean, fluttering in your chest.
1: Yeah, like those are some of the things that have happened. Yeah, to people. Dementia worries me a lot more than a fluttering heart. I got yeah, that right. they don't mention here. Well, oh, again, <laughs> like, these are there were. Have, some, you don't use Happy Fun Ball. There were some studies. I'm not going to say it, it causes it, but what they said was the first generation antihistamines, like it and chlorpheniramine maleate are a little more of concern the newer ones like claritin etc the problem is of course claritin etc do absolutely nothing for either my itching or what i've got today is my throat thing right i wake up in the morning with big allergies and i'm like (coughs) even as i'm talking to you, my throat's itching doesn't do a goddamn thing those 24-hour pills i'm on it but just because i'm like what the hell all right i'll stop talking allergies but i was this was my shocker this week i was like OK, perhaps I shouldn't have been taking this pill once or twice a day for the last 25 years. Well, I mean, when you do some of this
0: oh, well. stuff, you, when you have to take some of these things, you you know, you realize, Scary, well, do you realize how ridiculous our system is? You know, I mean, not that that would shock anybody, but yeah. how much politics is involved in what gets approved and what doesn't. And, oh, my God, medicinal marijuana is going to kill you, you know, and they're like yeah. scared as shit about that. But they're, they're, they're handing out opioids like candy. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah. Anyways, obviously again, use
1: common sense yeah. listen to your doctor yeah. obviously but basically ask know. your doctor about it obviously there's i think nothing's conclusive yet but i was a little worried and that's been the medical conclusive. part of our her podcast so yeah. in happier news our other topics are going to be hate crimes uh obviously that's the big topic this week <laughs> hey, crimes um, <laughs> oath pe- keeper domestic conspiracies russia you know, uh-huh. and russian, russia russian, russian influence yeah. campaigns you know the, the kind of stuff that we love you know the happy stuff since we've been gone for, for – happy stuff for Cliff being in Key West. Um, exactly. Yeah. By the way, although you're there in March, which is nice, I was in Key West in August a long time ago and had no idea it was the exact wrong time to be in Florida because it was not only hotter than hell. The water was hot and uncomfortable. When were you here? August of like, you know, yeah, well,
0: 19, whenever. I generally would tell you that – I mean, oh. my personal opinion, but I don't understand why anybody ever – Goes south in the summer. Like I, I mean, florida's the worst. But yeah, I know people that go to like yeah. Hilton Head, South Carolina, and go to. I just I don't understand it, man. I it's head a straight for northern like northern thing, but the northern. I, I head straight for like Maine or or Michigan yeah.
1: or somewhere that's cooler. I don't know. It's, but... it's a dumb northern thing. Like you think, oh my God, it's summertime. What would be great? Oh my God, Florida with beaches right. would be cool. It's
0: summer. It's like, no, because oh. every second you're oh. not in the water is, and you're even in what you're pointing out is the water is I was so warm swe- then.
1: I was but, sweating because of the Gulf Stream. I had water up to my chest and I was sweating. And my friend goes, it's like warmer in there than it is out here. I know, like but a I hot tub. it was disgusting. I mean, I literally, it was it, – I've never had that before where you don't cool off by going in the water. You get hotter anyway.
0: Wild. Well, I, I, I was wild. not – I've never been here then. Uh, we love it here. Don't. I don't want to cast too many aspersions. I loved it this. Sure yeah, yeah. I'm sure we have listeners from Florida. I'm not a big fan <laughs> of this entire state for a whole lot of reasons, politically, culturally, Florida, man. But Key West is, to me is – if you've been here is so yeah. much more – it's like – it looks like New Orleans. It's got this European vibe to it. Yeah. And it's it's incredibly. I mean, you're so close to, to yeah. Havana. I mean, it's very uh, like Latin American. It's just it's it's different than the rest of the state. The influences Tonk here. Critters. You feel like you're in Europe or Latin America or you know. Um, I love it here. Totally Tonk different. Fritters. Mm. That's right. Those two and very I walkable just, to everything, I which I love because I get like twenty thousand steps in a day and stay in shape because we yeah, just yeah. walk to everything. Yeah. Yeah. Any case
1: any case so um asian hate crimes uh this week big story out of atlanta obviously uh three massage parlors shot up run by asian americans uh six asian american women killed uh, two other women killed are american
0: profile whatever. young white guy angry about sexual issues Ooh, racist really belongs crazy. to a fundamentalist church that preaches yeah. also of like you know hell is coming and you know if you haven't accepted Jesus you will be cast into eternal flames yep. kind of shit
1: no no we- no let me just throw it in cliff we we're basing a lot of this on what he claimed to authorities and we'll get into that in a second where some people got upset that we're taking him at his word. That, now, there was a video know, of, of like
0: know. the service that Sunday oh, at his there. church. Yes. And of course they took it down, but CNN got it. So I'm not what just was taking it? his word. What was like it? I've seen the video and it's a pastor saying crazy shit to people um, about, you know, internal you know the apocalypse coming and uh, and the, the war between, you know, those who believe in Jesus Christ everybody else and I mean what does that say to people when that shit's being I mean by one of the most influential in your life probably if you belong to a church like that I mean again we we're, we're really in an age now where we've created this space for these for you know that you would you, we've analyzed honestly in other countries right if it's young Muslim men committing yeah. you know acts of, of violence against the West or what are their own people frankly and that kind of thing and here we've got young right-wing Christian men who have who i mean the pattern asserts itself again again they there's always a issue with either either being an incel or being angry at an ex-girlfriend <laughs> tell or people those, what an incel is <laughs> uh involuntary celibate as in <laughs> it's what we used to say in when i was in school we'd say shit i can't get laid <laughs>
1: right now but there's now, a whole term for it a, but now it's um, for basically like really creepy fucked up right-wing guys that nobody would dare touch right they're called incels uh, like this guy yes. you know
0: it's and there's lack of college education is a big part of it but the point is is that you know we, the it, it like so many other of our ills right now we've we know what it is who it's yep. happening to we know where the radicalization is taking place we just don't have the will and the political strength to do anything about it it's happening I mean, inside
1: they, the house
0: correct i mean like people just like this guy i mean they're trying to now expel uh, Representative Gomez has now put out another you know hmm. put forth a – what is it a declaration of bill to expel Marjorie Taylor Green she just got suspended for twelve hours from Twitter again she she will not stop saying things that either, that if not explicit threats imply violence and so it is in the house Bo we know and, it.
1: Norton Paul authority
0: – I didn't. See I don't know something. the specific thing on okay. Twitter that did it, but I do know things that she said in general. Yeah. I yeah. just saw the headline on on Twitter right before we got on the show. Yeah, yeah, I'll just say that in general, when you're saying these folks are in the house, yes, and you know she happens to be a woman, but in the majority of these cases, they are radicalized young men. And in this country, what we've decided to do is make it easy for them to receive their messages of hate and incitement without any punishment for it in the way that there would be in the United Kingdom or somewhere like that for these, mm. these ongoing conspiracies and lies. We've made it easy. The guy bought a gun that day in a sport, sporting store. No muss, no fuss. Easiest thing in the world because Georgia has same day. Gun purchases, you know, you wouldn't yep. want to take the time to look brutal. over someone's record yep. and background when they buy a weapon yep. They will murder people. Um, we've got the, the, the cultural uh, uh, situation now where we've got, you know, political figures encouraging violence and preaching hate. And there haven't been the, any repercussions, real ones for that. I mean, it's the sort of perfect maelstrom that we've created. To, to For someone like him. And, and we refused for a while. Now we're taking right wing violence seriously. But for a while there, because people on the right cried mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. and did their big wambulance wa- impression over you are persecuting us like they do about everything. We had these reports. You remember when Janet Napolitano had to spike one from the Department of Homeland Security in 2007 or so? Yes. Or
1: 2008, oh, it was, 2009. It was under Obama, remember? It was. So it would have been 2009. Yeah. You know, like, we've known this for a while. It's but, actually, sorry, mean- but let's just tell people what that was, that it was uh, Obama had a new re- – Justice Department had a new report about domestic terrorists, white uh, domestic radicals, and the House Republicans got it – or the Senate re- – congressional Republicans got it killed. They freaked Correct. out.
0: And they, yeah, and, and they uh, used – and they did what they always do, which is they take something out of context. And in this case, it was the fact that they were pointing out – I know this is going to shock religious all Religious thing? Uh, no, not religious this time, but that that especially dangerous were, were people with, with – um, Guns. Who were veterans, returning veterans, <laughs> and well, that yeah. but returning veterans and those yeah. working for our police forces, yeah. um, because they had the kind of training, and there had been radicalization among some of their ranks. And again, they yeah. of course should turn into, "Well, oh, you hate old cops, you hate old veterans," yeah. as opposed to no. But if there if there are people out there with hate, the more dangerous ones are the ones who are going to be the people who are trained to kill people. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's, it's pretty Timothy, Timothy McVeigh,
0: correct. Was a veteran. Right. If you don't know what the hell you're doing and you want to kill people, you're much less likely to pull it off. And so they got it. Sp- and again, we've known about this for a long, long time. It's been growing worse. It, it, it like like in the Middle East, and we can use other comparisons too. that. You know, these guys purposely recruit and reach out to to, to mm-hmm. people in areas that have been economically hard hit rural areas, small towns. The one manufacturing hub mm-hmm. left and moved to China or Mexico or a million other places and, you know, without jobs, they're angry, they're resentful, they get their heads filled with with garbage by these by these far right groups, but also by Republican politicians who are still allowed to go on Sunday shows and say things that are absolutely fucking outlandish. Right. There's right. no punishment, it seems, for what they say by you know, or, you know, groups like Fox News, who has the imprimatur of being a news station, which is a joke, you know, and, and says these kinds of hateful conspiratorial things, and there's no real punishment. Yep. Um, we allow. Then we say, "Hey, by the way, want to go buy a gun?" It's as easy as buying a, a a pack of gum. That still blows go my in. mind. So
1: he he bought the gun the day of the shooting, the mass shooting. Correct.
0: Yeah, amazing. I mean, there, we amazing. took this in the you know you may remember in the Brady Bill and and some of the other you know when we were passing gun control measures in the '90s and even before that, these were based upon science. And what the science told you, and this is going to shock you, is that people get angry and do stupid shit, and often will calm down. And if they don't have a gun available to them at that time, it won't happen. This, by the way, is why our suicide rate, right. uh, you know, is so much higher than it need be. Because you may be having a really, you know, how he had a quote-unquote bad day. Well, maybe the next day isn't as bad. But if we right. decide that we're not going to have a, a seven-day oh. waiting period like we, we used to have. You know, some states had a month waiting period. I think some still do.
1: Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you what? What I was just going to say. What is so what? What kind of laws could we have in place that would have stopped this guy from eventually getting a gun anyway and doing the killing?
0: um Let's start with. I mean, I don't know if you ever saw this old episode. They had an episode of The, of the Simpsons that was completely uh, parody <laughs> of guns. At the one point, Homer gets a gun and, uh, like, the rest of the family moves out because he's walking around. And he he feels so powerful with it. Instead of turning the lights out, he just shoots the lights to turn them out. Like shoots everything in the house to op- open doors. But at one point, he when he goes in to buy it, I mean, this is the perfect line. I quote mm-hmm. this often, where he's like. Uh, he's like, I want to buy a gun. The guy's like, okay, just fill all that out. Show me your license, like, and then there'll be a, a two-day waiting period or whatever. He's like, he's like, oh, but I'm angry now. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, right. um, So what would have, would have it? I mean, I would have to see, you know, everything about this guy. I don't yeah. think we know everything. Has he, has he made violent statements on Facebook and places? I think he shared some. Some things, but I'd have to see more. If he had, that could be a reason to red flag him ah, okay. and say okay. that he's, you know, you know that he's dangerous. And 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 uh, you know, but there are different laws in different states. If you're asking me what law could prevent it, just well, yeah. in general. Yeah, uh, it would be a law that would say that that every gun that's purchased there's a 30 a day waiting period um, that you have to have a full background check. We just passed. Uh, the House, yet again, with bipartisan support, should have been more Republicans, but I think eight voted for it, um, just passed a national background check bill, and unless we get rid of the filibuster or can figure something else out, Mitch McConnell will never allow it to come to a vote. Um they just voted against the Violence Against Women Act, 172 Republicans, and these were women, Asian American, but women who were mostly who were killed. Well, you ask, why was that? Again, because in the Violence Against Women Act, they're trying to stop domestic abusers from being able to get guns. And it's now, even at this point, in every yep. state, yep. You, you know, uh, if you have a felony, that's one thing. But if you have a misdemeanor, domestic abuse, um, it's one of the best indicators, predictors that you're going to oh. do something like this. Oh, interesting! So violence really? against huh. women is always a part of this. Always, interesting. you'll find it huh. with terrorists too, like that they've <laughs> they've had you know that they had issues with women in their lives. Uh, I mean, I remember a study of some of the ones who were involved in 9/11 and some of the you know like right. I- I- young angry huh. men of any race, any religion who find extremism and embrace well you know violence and weapons right. so often. It's because they, at least some of what's wrong is that they have issues with women. And yep. they're, that they're not. you know. And so um, and so there could be all sorts of laws, John. I mean, right. like, can we 100 percent prevent anything? I mean, these things still do no, happen. No, no, no. No, no. No, no. You don't i me asking? Germany, I'm just saying,
1: like, example wise, what that's what that's what I was curious examples,
0: about. Red flag law that should be a, yeah. a national law, which is if anybody finds out that somebody is about to a family member or a coworker oh, is you know. is talking about doing this, their guns can be taken away from them. No numerous states have it, and then they have a, a – they right. get to appear before a, a judge, and they get – and they can argue as to why they should get their guns back. But you there's also a okay, 30-day – Give this
1: next one, and then let me jump in.
0: Uh, there's the last thing I'll say. Yeah, there the should same. also be a background check in like most sane countries. Even right. if we were to pass the national background check bill that's in the House right now, it doesn't include a psychological component. And as far as I'm concerned – you know, the, the, our background check bill would help a lot because you'd get people who are drug addicts or felonies, you know, who wouldn't be able to buy guns. But the, the, there needs to be a psych evaluation. And if right. you were to right. add that, you could stop right. a ton of these.
1: Okay. Go you right. know, what, what is interesting that you just got me thinking of, and it's kind of obvious actually, he went out and bought a gun and then went you know, a couple hours later, a few hours later, and shot up all these businesses and killed all these women. On its face, does this sound like something he was planning for days? No. If if he went and bought a gun and immediately after went on a shooting spree, it sounds like – we're just spitballing here. But it sounds like he came up with this crazy idea day of the shooting or maybe not – I don't know what to say came up with, but the motivation happened that day. I'm going to do it. Where he went over the, the line.
0: Right. Where, yeah.
1: And you know what it reminds me of is – and people got upset about this, but to be honest, I understood what the cop was getting at or what I think the cop was getting at. The police, uh, that, that first day uh, when the cops were doing the press conference and everyone got upset, it was a white cop and a black cop, actually. The two of them were both sitting he, sitting were both pissing day. people off. Yeah. Um, but one thing he said was he was talking about the kid, but he was being very cagey. We've investigated you – know, we've, uh, we've interrogated him. He's confessed. But he was saying like he didn't want to get into too much detail yet, right? It, I think, A, you don't want to prejudice the case overall, but B, um, what if uh, – you don't want to prejudice local jurors. Now, of course, you'd love to prejudice local jurors. But my point is, you will be in serious trouble with the judge and with the trial if you prejudice local jurors, right? So the so they're being very careful what they're saying. But he said, remember this one, you said, you know, he had a really bad day yesterday. Okay. Now, he was, I know, it sounded horrible. I was I mean, the first thing that came to my mind was, yeah, I know eight women who had a worse day, right? I mean, it, but that's not what he was saying. I think, I think, The cop was uh, the sheriff or whoever was trying to tell us that this guy is out of his fucking mind and the stuff he said was going on in his mind yesterday. You're not going to fucking believe how Looney Tunes this guy. He had a fucking breakdown yesterday. I'm just spitballing here. But that's what I heard coming out of the cop's mouth. So when he said, yeah, let's just say he had a really bad day means this guy sat there for two hours and told us shit you're not going to believe about his state of mind yesterday before he did the shooting. That's what I right. heard, and I don't, I, I can't say because
0: I didn't see it, and so I don't have the. I, all I've heard was bad. It was a bad. It came it was just, badly. This guy being just racist as hell and not giving a shit because yeah. I was a white guy, and obviously I could see that a thousand times over. Because again, yeah. This guy was taken alive. I dare you to find somebody, African-American, who had done he this. He looked would like
1: a Florida alive? man, even though he's... Oh, I, he see, yeah, yeah, I saw him. And actually, he was headed on down
0: here when they crashed yeah. his car off yeah. the road. He's going to shoot he m- gonna kill people yeah. in Florida next. Um, Which is also so,
1: Looney Tunes. Like, why would you have to go to Florida to find massage parlors? It's just... Uh, it's unless
0: there, he'd been to specific places where he felt rejected. I, yeah. I have no idea, but that's the oh, whole point yeah. is that we shouldn't have to do all of this yeah, because yeah. they're going to be crazy people. There are crazy people in every fucking country on earth. The difference is they don't have all easy, easy, yeah. They don't all have the easy access to weaponry yeah. that kills that, that yeah. we do, we give them in this country. Now, again, I'm not saying that's all of it. I mean, you know, we, we have to, to have programs to find alienated youth like this and th- to people who will listen. They'll listen to maybe it's family members, you know, yeah. maybe it's certain relatives, maybe it's, it's programs and try. I mean, it's really almost deprogramming. That's part of it. Yeah. Part of it is what we again, what we allow in our culture. What we allow the Fox News and others to get away with. I mean, I'm sorry, but no, you shouldn't just be able to be throwing around Kung flu and all this bullshit and yeah. all this misogynist stuff. If you're going to call yourself a news station, I'm not saying I can't stop everything every crazy motherfucker says on the Internet or someplace that we, don't, we haven't regulated. But there has to be standards for, for someone we allow to be called news and we force everybody to carry on their, when they buy a basic cable package. It's ridiculous, yeah. all right? And we can lessen some of the, where people are getting this from. My yeah. guess is there's some answers when it comes to pressuring some of the big companies that own various talk radio uh personalities that people, you know, getting at pressuring their advertisers, pressuring their board members, all these kinds of things. These things need to happen because this is ludicrous. Yep. We we basically allow this toxic stew, and that is why this stuff happens in you know, Germany or the United Kingdom or whatever, once every like five years and it happens yep. here like once every two months. There was if a, not more.
1: Uh, there was a nice probably the onion, but the story they brought and they brought it back up again. But it was uh and the headline they put the picture of the and nobody could have predicted one? Uh similar. It was um country asks why does this keep why does this keep happening in only country and world where this keeps happening or something something to that effect where it's like hmm, maybe it's maybe there's something going on here that's different you know no i mean you know look (laughs) yeah like
0: any any problem that is a a sort of a social ill of which we have many you know if you work in, in public health public policy you know that there's never one answer Okay, you make guns harder to get. You're not going to ever stop all of it, right? I'm not saying there's a panacea here. All I'm saying is, like th- that, there's numerous things we could do that are in our power to do, yep. and we mostly refuse to do them. Even after the Capitol, you know, assault and murder of police officers, even after all that, and that's that's yep. why this happens, and sadly, that's why this will happen again, and again, and again.
1: Um. You know, one quick point I wanted to make and it's a little controversial but since, you know, you're our audience, it's it's a smaller crew that I think gets the nuance, but uh, as a lawyer, I was getting a little annoyed at people who were getting annoyed that that the cops and everybody weren't and frankly Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and Kamala Harris were not yet calling this a hate crime. And the problem is that as somebody who's worked on hate crime stuff for almost 30 years now, I mean, on LGBT stuff, really, and, and, and seen fake hate crimes. This one's obviously not fake. Um, You know, have seen uh, crimes against gay people that weren't actually because they were gay. You know, but we're like a bunch of gay people getting killed. It is. I, I certainly understand the temptation to call something a hate crime. What worries me, if you get it wrong, is the message it sort of sends to the public at large. There's a little bit of a boy who cried wolf aspect to it, and that's that worries me. But having said that, so on this one, just to put it out briefly, but I think you. I mean, you'll get this too, Cliff. You're not a lawyer, but uh, you may disagree with me though. Everyone oh, was um, saying. I, I will. I will wait in one second, and I may okay. surprise you. Everyone was saying. It was six, you know, six of the eight women were Asian. It was three Asian massage parlors. Of course, it was anti Asian bigotry. And I, and I, I, well, actually, one woman on Twitter got very upset with me and said, um, you know, did he pass by other massage parlors to pick those three? And I said, I don't know. Did he? I said, that's, that is exactly my question, right? Were there, I don't know, were there, Non-Asian massage parlor? Is this a, a massage parlor area of the city? You know, it could be like a downtown, uh, not downtown, uh, whatever area Wait, of the town. Where I
0: don't know what they're calling. Whatever, and
1: maybe, and maybe they're not even in red light districts, right? Maybe it's in, you know, it's a massage parlor. It doesn't always right. mean sex. Um, and but but I was asking, did he were there alter were there non-Asian alternative businesses that he knew of that he overlooked to try the to go after the Asian ones and to kill them, right? Um, that's one question. Second of all, and here we're getting really detailed, but, um, this guy could have preferred Asian massage parlors in terms of what he liked to go to, right? It, 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 at least what he told the cops was he liked to go to massage parlors for, to get sex at the end. That was what, that was his goal at least. Okay. Maybe he preferred Asian women. Here's the thing. If Asian, and this, this gets really interesting legally, because I'm not sure the answer here, right? If you prefer Asian women, And you are a religious nutjob who decides I must kill everybody who turns me on because God tells me so, right? Well, it's the Asian women who turn you on and it's the Asian women massage parlors who you go to, the Asian massage parlors. Those are literally the ones you frequent. They're the ones you're going to shoot up because they're the ones you've been to and they're literally the temptation. I'm not sure what the answer is in terms of hate crimes, but I think it is not necessarily a hate crime. Because you chose Asian massage parlors, because that's where you normally go, because that's the people you like. I'm just, I'm not convinced. And again, this is really iffy territory, but I don't mind doing it because when it comes to the law, we've got to be correct about it. And frankly, hate crimes, I mean, I fought with for so many years to expand hate crimes. Initially, it was just a few categories. And we got it expanded to sexual orientation. But also, I'm trying to remember, it might have been gender. I'm not sure. There were a couple other categories we got added. It's Anyway, it just – it bothers me because you got to get it right, and we – we I don't like knee-jerk answers on anything in politics, um, and this one was a bit knee-jerk and sloppy. But of course, I'm a lawyer, and a lot of people aren't, so I get why people might say, no, they're Asian. Of course, it's a hate crime, so there. Right.
0: Um, so I'm going to not only – I get it. I'm not only going to agree 100 percent with John. I'm going to go even further. Huh. Um, well – Here's my problem, and I've said this before, and I often say that what the whole, you know, purpose of our show is, right? That we we actually believe in critical thinking, we believe in context, we believe in nuance, we believe in asking questions, we right. believe in science, we, you know. And what I can't stand is, is that again, you know, and this is why I honestly think social media is awful. And the more time that goes on, I think if our society and our world falls apart, it will be social media. Um, you know, the the simple socialist thing is socialist
1: media, you mean?
0: Oh, that's right. Um, it is, is a
1: good name for it, though, for, from 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 <laughs> Killer Green type, Because the left. Will, I know. Right, go will on, go
0: on. Um, but like, you know, uh, what we, we you just you can't have a have a nuanced and intelligent take on anything on Twitter without the mob coming for you, you know, and it's just so, so frustrating. I have no problem with people speculating right away that if you see that six of the eight. Uh, are oh, are yeah, I know If the majority, vast majority are Asian yeah. and the vast majority are women, that I would speculate too. I think I yeah. did that I, This yeah. this would very much seem to me. I'd be almost sure that it's a that it's a hate crime against Asians. I, I against thought he women. picked
1: them up but, because they were Asian for sure. But not Asian. knowing
0: a hundred percent is still not knowing a hundred percent. So yeah. someone like Joe Biden uh, and somebody like a police chief, and again, I didn't see any police chief said it maybe he was racist and a dick, and I don't know. Police but, chief but, did, but, did but, downplay it at first. He but said, "Only Donald Trump." Yet. Yeah. who would like literally the minute something happened would tell us it was like muslim terrorists or whatever. Oh that's the whole true point actually. of being yeah. being in an important position where people listen to your words. It's like what I just was saying about what Fox News says and right-wing politicians, it carries right. weight and it gets people hurt if they say the wrong thing. Yeah. So if you're responsible, you know, and you're not just people like us who who, you know, are pontificating about it on Twitter, you, you you know, you have a big platform, it's up to you to not be like oh well, absolutely. It's it's definitely based it's it's anti-Asian hate. My Right. And and again, like, we go through this again and again, you know, I mean, I don't want to get into all of it. Like, I'm not one of these, oh, cancel culture, you know, I'm not like one who sits there and like, and lives and dies by all of that stuff. And I hate agreeing even slightly with with Glenn Greenwald or or people on the right about anything. I don't really because they're complete hypocrites and only care about it when it happens to their side or whatever. But I do think there needs to be nuance in that too. There are things that you've said and done when you were – were you an adult when you said and did them? You know, Were you – I mean I'm thinking right now of this young woman who just got fired from the teen vote.
1: Well, position. she she resigned.
0: Yeah, but okay, but after yeah. all this stuff and all this, yeah. and it, I'm sorry, if she said some stupid shit when she was in high school, it just should be a controversy. You know, it, well, it, it, it depends. It, Actually, well, let me
1: say this. It, it depends, depends what it, it is. If she it was depends a, what it is, but also where you are today. That's correct. It have you made a are. are you a what better you human being than you were? Right. Yeah. What, have you, what have you done since then?
0: Where, I mean, yeah. yes, I shouldn't say it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. If she was in, If she was in a KKK group and she was going around, you know, killing people, that matters. If she said some things that the that, that context has changed over time, and there are things she wouldn't say now, and she apologized yeah. profusely, and maybe sometimes
1: there were things that we didn't even – I haven't they seen were, all our There were some racist we anti-Asian be- things. Did you see what she said, by the way? She was talking it, about it, like it, slanty-eyed Asian comments, and really it was, it was um, teenage racist stuff.
0: But I probably Basically. said stupid things like that when I was a teenager because I didn't get that it hurt people. I didn't get how bad it was. I didn't get that stuff. And these are things that now kids, like, they make one Actually, mistake.
1: that's an interesting point, Cliff.
0: Because of social media, it doesn't mean you're a racist because you said something stupid yeah. and racist
1: when you were a 14-year-old or you know, 12-year-old. You didn't get how that was going to hurt you But you people. know what's funny? It's funny that you say that because, I mean, I'd be mortified to look back, but I don't – I don't remember the stuff I said in high school. I generally was a good person, but also I was somebody. who so, Like I, I didn't I was,
0: say things but, that weren't societally acceptable. Well, but time. you know what? But if I tried to
1: But you, you want yeah, to bet? I said things that today in today's that's context. Yeah. that's what I mean. We tried to. You tried to fit in. I don't mean you, but I mean like I did. I lived in a white white suburb of Chicago, upper middle class. There was one black guy in my high school of 3000 people, okay? There was one Jewish guy that I knew of in my class of 700 people. And I remember Keith Spergel, I've mentioned him before. Once I remember in school He's talking about cuz he was
0: the Jew in John's class. But he was, he was Same the Jew podcast.
1: among 700 people, nice guy. And I remember telling Keith and saying in high school and ask him to say okay so you're jewish right he was like yeah i said i don't get it like why are people so upset at jews i said you're and i but i imagine but imagine like Boy, let me tell
0: you all about it
1: well no but but what i said to him was i said you know you you like you're just like me i said you look like me you act like all the rest of us there's like literally no difference between you and everybody else in this school what what possible You know what I mean? It wasn't wasn't even like he looked different. He
0: clearly had the kind of haircut where you hadn't been able to
1: see his horns. Exactly. No, but it was a weird, but I remember having, but having said that, right? So I was, I was woke on that aspect, but you know, my God, Chicago area isn't always great today. It was even less great in the 1970s on race and other stuff. Oh hell, back then, back then it was Irish people, Cliff. I remember my family talking about, don't you marry a fucking Irishman? This was the 1970s, like crazy shit. Dude. Uh, we you know all, we, we know this, but we refuse to accept this as a so- society. We put huh.
0: this sort of veil of secrecy, you know, where there's just racists and non-racists, and there's no yeah. nuance at all. to And there's no no thing where people did stupid shit when they were young and can change. Not and and again, I, there's a level you can go beyond where, I, yeah, I don't think you can come back. I'm, I mean, if you're yeah, you know yeah. if you if you're, well, you're in a white supremacist group, well, you know, ten years ago,
1: actually, I know. they have interviewed some of those guys. I know. Who've, who've well, and and what's this? Robert Bird, right? I mean, you can. Did come back from the KKK? Well, that's – he didn't come back as much as he was going to get
0: elected no matter what he did. I'm talking no, about
1: well, – No, but Democrats – oh, come on. Democrats, we embraced that man totally. And actually – so, by the well, way, I so the did the black groups. So did the I'm black making groups. A, no, no.
0: I'm not, he but, came no, around. My point to you is he came yeah. back because he was able to convince his – you know, the he people. Amed, and, he made amends. He did. I'm just making the point that we yeah. that all need to be taken in an individual – as individual yeah. cases. So to get back to where all this started – You know, the mob descending upon somebody just for asking questions about, you know, this attack, which, you know, and I'm sure some of the reactions, I don't know if you read all the comments, John, but I can predict them. They're like, oh, you're racist. Oh, I guess you don't care about Asian people. Oh, I guess you don't care about women. I mean, these are the kinds of reactions you get where I find it that. that the people were people on the left can be as bad as the right. It's like, just because we want to know what yeah. really happened. So again, to go, I'm not saying yeah. people shouldn't speculate right away. I, I did. And my immediate reaction, using common sense as to who we attacked was, this seems to be a combination of misogyny. But don't jump down your throat if
1: you, if you, but if, if, if somebody you, asks right. another point of view.
0: If somebody offer answers, a, asks a smart questions about stuff, the whole like, well, you know, you don't get angry quick enough. <laughs> you don't, you don't get, you don't jump out quickly
1: enough and get ready to throw yeah. somebody off. The you don't. That you just it's don't care. You? Yeah. you must not care. I mean, yeah. like, God, you don't I mean I. Ugh, I had yeah. I had a little epiphany about the Teen Vogue thing yesterday, too. So yeah, so she had written a number of tweets that were just this, that, that kind of nasty stuff, like, oh, I know what it was, something like, she partied late at night and woke up and goes, oh my god, I've got slanty Asian eyes today, or something weird like that, like that her eyes were swollen, it was really, bleh. and then what she you made some like, comment. Chong used to make that joke all the time about when they get stoned oh i don't remember although that was the 70s mind you that was 50 years ago this is, what, this is 10 years saying,
0: ago, but... let's do get stoned and i'm um, just repeating what they said and get chinese eyes i mean they used to say don't that, don't that all the time I'm just i used saying, to listen like,
1: to chichin chong too sh- i don't remember that yeah. i
0: that's my yeah. point is that the shit yeah. that was out there you may well, not have realized you were doing something racist and once you realize that you're helping push hate of course you
1: stop and you apologize you make amends so, you yes, do let you me can. let me continue please. No, please i'm done now you go okay the, what sort of hit me yesterday about this too, so she's, I'm going to say around 27 or so, uh, was a reporter at Axios, um, or political, I think it was Axios, and a national reporter, uh, African American, by the way, I believe as well, Alexi McDonald, I think is her name, and what surprised me – so and there was an anti-gay thing too, like s- calling somebody totally gay or he's totally some, – something gay about somebody as well. People are upset about it. I read it and I was like, eh. you know, especially depending where she is now on gay stuff. It depends. If she's like right-wing lunatic, then it's bad. But what was interesting to me was when I read this, I said, okay, so at age 27 – okay, it was 10 years ago. So it's not like you and me where it was like 30 years ago or 50 years ago or what – not 50, but whatever, right? 30, 40 years ago. It's sure, yeah. a bit longer to grow up, which is good no, than – and but but here's my point, Cliff. I thought about it. And I said, she's 27 years old when she got appointed to this job at Teen Vogue. And mind you, you know, it's nice, right? An Oxios reporter gets to run Teen Vogue, great publication. Somebody decided to go look up the old tweets when from a you're 27 and somebody decides to go back to when you were 16, which frankly is more than 10 years ago in the sense of you and me 10 years ago is a little different than. A 27 year old when she was 16. Right. You mean 10 years ago making right?
0: excuses or like when uh, I would date somebody old, 10 years younger, year younger than me. And from yeah. your neck of the woods, Henry Hyde, you know, going after Bill Clinton oh, from right. Fair, was like, I had a youthful indiscretion. You're like, how old were
1: you? I was 49 because <laughs> he's yeah. like no. in his 60s yeah so when you are 16 that's a hell of a difference to when you are 27 in terms of maturity and everything else but somebody thought when she got this job they said let's go look at her old tweets from when she was 16 and see if we can fuck her over that bothers me that on its face i realize you have to accept it today that this is the way things are but the idea that you're going to turn and say, especially like when she's, first of all, at any age, I mean, she's not political. From what I know, this is not a political woman. She's right. a woman who wrote about national politics for Axios or whatever, and now she's running Teen Vogue. She's not some, I, I, I guess, you know, if, if, if it were some right-wing nut, you know, Megan McCain's husband, yeah, I'd want to go and see what this asshole said 10 years ago, right? But I just... it. It's well, she was McCain's yeah. husband,
0: though she also would have been busted multiple times for plagiarism, and would have secretly exactly. been paid by the Malaysian government uh, to write pro-Malaysian government oh. uh, posts. As he was busted for both of those things, and then, of course, she gets to go work for the Federalist, and nobody even knows who's paying you. Who's paying I mean, yeah. again, yeah. like yeah. what they get away with on the right is a whole different yeah. thing. I'm just making the point that that it, she may indeed. Be be someone who should be removed from that position. I don't know. What I don't like is what I hear right away that somebody was searching ten year old tweets, and it seems like she's had exemplary career. And people can tell me I'm wrong because, I, you know, again, yeah. I'm on vacation this week. I'm not paying as close attention. Maybe I miss some things and maybe she is a horrible, awful person. But from everything I've seen, it just made me, again, roll my eyes and say, yeah. like, you know, this is this is what social media does. It creates a yeah. group think and it creates the I need to be angrier than the person. Next now, day. now, I will say I will say, I will say
1: that, you know, she resigned yesterday. And let's face it this week. There ain't no way you're hiring somebody who's made anti-Asian racist comments. At yeah. Any magazine in America, <laughs> like, I promise she, anybody who's being hired at any magazine, you
0: know, they're yeah. looking at if you've ever said anything and, slightly anti Asian in your life, yeah, you you're know.
1: toast. So, and and I, and by the way, and I appreciate that, and I think that's just the way to, I, I will say one last thing on this on the, the Asian hate crime thing, and then maybe we go to another topic, and then I think we'll call it quits because we've got, yeah, we so have so to we do, we do a short episode today. today. Um, so. but you know what? What has been interesting to me is, and I, it's funny. I think this is a good thing, even though I'm not convinced this is technically a hate crime. It has been extremely effective at bringing the issue of the recent uh, surge in anti-Asian hate crimes over the last year, of bringing that issue to a head and making the media aware of it, making the media talk about it, making legislators talk about it. It's it's I really
0: agree more. It's invaluable because this shit has been going you know, on and the. And we haven't been yeah. talking about it is because it's a, a very, it's a minority group that's a very like small minority group, not even okay. on the size of like, Latinos or, or, you know, blacks in this country. I, and
1: Cliff, well, yeah. one of the one thing that I've talked about for a few years now, I haven't gone too public on it because again, as a white boy, there's only so much I can say, but we talk a lot about black issues in this country, and that's good. We don't talk a lot about, we don't talk as much about Latinos unless it's immigration, right? That's the only thing we talk about with Latinos is immigration. That's it. Literally. Like, think of another issue with Latinos other than, okay, now maybe a little bit vaccines, but even vaccines, actually even vaccines, they talk about blacks, guess who's way worse than, than blacks, blacks uh, 25% no, uh, no rate uh, on vaccines, saying they wouldn't, they wouldn't get it. 37% Latinos saying no, but you don't talk about Latinos. You don't talk about the bad. We don't talk about the good. Right. We don't talk about and when I say good, I mean pushing to help Latinos. We don't talk about Latino representation on TV. We don't talk about Asian representation. Right. The Grammys, Hollywood, the Academy Awards. There was uh, a Latino activist a few years ago that went after the Academy Awards. But otherwise it it bothers me. And this is not saying uh, blacks are getting too much attention. But what (laughs) bothers me is we're almost like two. Like it's too hard for everybody. Like, okay, we can handle thinking about African-Americans, but don't make me think about other groups too that are oppressed like Asians or Latinos. No one fucking, Latinos are like 30% of the country. They're going to be. No one fucking talks about Latinos. The only only thing I would say
0: as a a bit of devil's advocate is I think some of it, with with blacks is because of our history of Jim Crow and before that slavery and I think that there's you know there is some reasoning for that to be the biggest issue because we have not repressed although we don't really frankly talk a lot about Native Americans who we also were fucking right genocidal towards well, so I think you know but but I, I, let me just, just yeah. say one more thing one more yeah. sense that's my devil's advocate yeah. um, my LGBT, wait, devil's advocate.
1: LGBT I have to throw this in but on LGBT we did a great job of making us the story of the last twenty years or so right and my we, un, were, I mean, my we were un, very impressed but yeah. it wasn't slavery either right well no true my so underland is, pay attention is to we
0: should be doing this for is i agree with you we should be doing this for everybody yeah that there may be more collective guilt over what was uh, what was a horrible thing done to a group of people um but if we're trying to truly be a diverse, open, embracing society, we should be pushing as hard for every group at this yep. point. And so in that way, I still will say I'm almost hundred percent sure that this was an anti-Asian attack and and misogynist. Yep. We'll see the whether the yep. results yeah, yeah, yeah. come out, what it is. Yep. And either way, it was it was in that way. If any good can yep. come from it, it's that yep. because I've got a friend who is, you know, a a really good dude and, and runs a company. Mm-hmm. You know, based on an old a grandmother's, you know, old recipe for chips and other things from hmm. Thailand and places.
1: Oh, and yeah. He's been talking about this on well, on LinkedIn. Well, you can mention the company, maybe for folks, or the brand.
0: The, the, the name of the brand is Dang. D-A-N-G. Okay. And um, it's you know, all, they're more than chips now. You'll look them up. They're like rice chips, and stuff. I mean, they're they're excellent, and right. they're in a lot of stores. You'll find now and whatever. And I I, I literally met him sitting on an airplane one time about well, tra- both traveling for business between, I think, San yeah. Fran and DC about 10 years ago. Right. and But he's been talking a lot about it on LinkedIn and other places because, um, because again, like even before this, like he didn't just start the other day. He's been talking about this for months whatever, because I mean, somebody ran up to an, an elderly gentleman and you know, behind them in, in San Francisco, pushed him over who was – remember what he but it doesn't matter he was asian and he fell over and he died he hit his head like just because he was asian and yelled anti-asian slurs at him like this is stuff that's one story there's millions of them out there i mean this shit's been going on and it needs to stop right so maybe this will now finally and maybe it will lead to what you were saying john maybe we'll now pay more attention when it comes to the grammys and the emmys and all these other things that you know what there needs to be Representation from every group if we're truly going to say that we're a welcoming society. Right. Um, right. That doesn't mean, I think, that if your movies suck and you happen to be of a minority group that your movies should win awards. I'm just saying we, we really can look out there and, and I'm sure there's enough talented people out there that a lot of folks are have been overlooked for nominations who actually deserve them.
1: Yep. All right, let's go... Yeah, but- uh-
0: Oh, you I tell think... me, John. I we need to shut down. No, cause... I think
1: we're good. Yeah, we're good. Um, folks, we'll be back eh, as always Monday or Tuesday, probably Tuesday. Let's but... say
0: Tuesday because Cliff's traveling on Monday. So oh, then, okay. then,
1: um, then Tuesday. Um, enjoy the weekend. And I don't know, we'll just hitch up next week with whatever yeah, the latest We'll be is. back and I'll be, you know, uh, we'll be back to yeah. full time. Yep. Yeah. All right, guys. Nice talking to you. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great weekend.